this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, and welcome to the K-Selk and Fonz FitCast, one-year anniversary edition. Fonz, oh. can you believe we've been doing this for a year? I didn't even know that. That's amazing. Wow, fantastic. Your anniversary partner. Congratulations, congratulations, and uh, happy anniversary to you. Thanks. Congrats to us. Um, I don't know. It's been a, it's been an interesting year. It's been a fun year with with us and with the podcast in general. Oh yeah, it's gone through some changes. We had some technology issues. We had some sponsorship stuff going on, but we're uh, we're rolling now and we're having fun. It's getting better and better. I think every this will be episode. our best fitcast ever. <laughs> and we can do that every uh, every time. Just make it better and better. We sure can. I've got some news. Let's hear it. So last time on the FitCast, we talked about how that weekend I was doing my first half Ironman. Yes, yes. And so my news is that I did it. Fantastic. How'd it go? I did it. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Like, it was actually a lot of fun to do a half Ironman. I never got in a million years, I would say that. Yep. Um, it's it's my favorite distance, even though, like, halfway through the run, I'm like, fuck, why did I do this? This is horrible. See, but. I didn't feel that way. I was probably halfway through the bike, and I had just a moment yeah. where I was like, this is a long bike. Like, 56 miles is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. But I, I, I ended up talking to myself, like, literally out loud. I was like, you got this. This is hard. This is tough, but you're tougher. Yeah, awesome. So I well, like myself through it. So in your first half Ironman, it was much more difficult than mine. I had some, like, long, very not steep hills. But, um, Yours was Racine, right? That was Racine, yeah. Madison, Madison and Verona have some hills. That's Glacier oh, Country. Oh, yeah, there were some hills. In fact, on one of the hills, it was so cool. The spectators had written in chalk, like, different inspiring things. Like, you've got it almost there. And that was so cool to see that. The vo- I will say the volunteers at the Wisconsin Milkman Half Ironman were, like, top-notch, like, professional race volunteers. Like, they were awesome. Was there a, and I'm just curious because I did one around that area, just over an Olympic distance, but was there a King of the Hill competition or no? No, there wasn't. I didn't, I didn't know. So, that. yeah, so I did one. I did the... the uh, Verona, and you know, Verona is one of the towns outside of Madison. Um, I did their Olympic distance, and they had a mat, a timing mat, at the bottom of the hill, and then another one at the top of the hill. And they gave out like fifty bucks or hundred bucks to the fastest male and fastest female from the lowest mat to the highest mat. Oh God, that would not have been me. Yeah, I mean, it's only like it was like climbing the hill was like three minutes, but it was like. For the winners, but it was like three minutes of climbing a hill. So, oh my God. yeah. All right. Well, cool. Congratulations. You yeah, kicked butt. Did, did, did you get on a podium? I did not. I was fifth in my age group, though, which oh. I thought was pretty good oh, for my yeah. first one. For sure. For sure. Um, but I do have to give a couple shout out. Well, I have to give a shout out to my friend Laura Nolan. Okay. Who, her husband was doing that race, and I know her through my boyfriend Gianni. All right. And she's always just a really encouraging person. She's been through a lot in her triathlon career. She's been through a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, and so she's she's just always really positive and really encouraging. And when I saw her there, I just gave her this big hug. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. Because I knew she would be encouraging. And I saw her every time I came through transition. Oh, cool. So I saw her three times. And she was screaming my name. Go, Kristen! Go, Kristen! So it was just <laughs> so... I was so happy. So... Thank you, Laura. You are fucking awesome. You're the best. Awesome. Well, good, good, good shout out to Laura. Yeah, go Laura. 
Um, and then I have to give a shout out to my coach because he likes to make fun of me okay. for posting stuff on Facebook. He likes to make fun of everybody for posting stuff on Facebook. But so I posted this like kind of sappy, you know, success post. Like I did it. I did my first half Ironman. Thank you to everybody that helped me get here. And of course I thank my coach because I would not have been able to do that without Your coach. And what's his name? Sharon. Sharon, you gotta. Sharon we, from Wellfit. We gotta, we gotta tag Sharon in this. Yeah, we we will tag him in, tag him in it. Yeah, I've seen his name tagged in a lot of stuff. I don't personally know him very well, but um, there's been a lot of old Wellfit stuff that's been appearing on Facebook, so I've seen oh, him yeah. post a lot. He's so. the best. He's the best. Awesome. Well, cool. Congratulations on that. What else? That's it. That's all you have. I've had some fun. No races here. Racing is done here. It's Racing is done. It's too fucking hot, right? It is. It is. It's fucking ridiculous. Like it's. I mean, the, the lows are eighty, um, but that doesn't last real long. It's clouds in the morning, and then as soon as those okay, clouds the are lows are eighty. Lows are eighty. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, it didn't even get up to eighty in Chicago today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. So the weather here, it's like because it's hilly and it is pretty lush green here. We're not going to have that 110, 120 degree heat that like the desert gets, like Phoenix and all that. Um, but we're also never going to. It never cools off. Like it's just, it's just hot, and you know that's that. But I'm in the pool all day. So, uh, Barton Springs, by the way, I've talked about it a lot. Um, that's you. That's your open water. Your uh, yeah, the, the pool. Fed pool. Spring fed pool, eighth mile long, spring fed pool. So I go there in the morning, you know, to work out. And it's pretty hard now. It's really crowded in the summertime. Crowded meaning like 20 or 30 people doing laps. Uh, There's still plenty. Yeah, it's a lot, but there's still plenty of room. It's a long enough pool where it's not like horribly crowded. It's just you got to, it's like open water swimming. It is open water swimming, so you got to keep your head up. But anyhow, so I go there this morning at 7.30 a.m. or 7.50 a.m. And there's two, 300 people go there. It's awesome. It's two hundred like, people. Yes, the the place. There's people splashed around. There's families. There's yeah. It's it's awesome. At seven thirty in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. It's just jeez. And you have to go at that time, or else you'll just shrivel up like a raisin. Yeah. No. Exactly. So, but it's pretty cool to see. Like, I don't. I don't you know, on a Sunday morning to see two hundred people at a swimming pool jumping off the diving board. Oh, here's a fun thing: the diving board. Um. So there's a woman there. Her name is Linda. I don't have her Facebook. Uh, maybe I may connect with her on Facebook. Take somewhere. her. She's, I would say, mid-50s or so. And she comes every Saturday and Sunday just to play on the diving board before she goes to work or before she starts her day. Wow, that's a good way to start your day. Yeah, for like an hour. And she said, I learned this today, she had, uh, she had her car. She, when she paid off her car, like she said she was 46, she took diving lessons from a diving coach so that she could have more fun on the diving board. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Hey, so, that's the kind of life you want to live, right? Her, her signature move is a something mermaid, like the crazy mermaid, where she fills her mouth with water, and then she runs and jumps off the diving board and spins around and spouts the water off <laughs> as she's going down. <laughs> No way. Yeah, that's what she does. Can, it's you, awesome. can you get a video of this and post it on the FitCast? Yes. Next Saturday or Sunday, I will make sure I get there and take, have ask her to do it. And I'm sure she'll do it and get a video. So. That's amazing. But, yeah, as she twirls down, there's a stream of water that's making, like, a corkscrew. So shout out to Linda. I'll, I'll get her Facebook sometime, too. Linda and, uh, seems like my type of person. <laughs> she's awesome. 
I don't know any. Maybe your mom might be that fun, but other than that, I don't know anybody uh, uh, that fun who uh, who's over fifty. My mom is. She's yeah, I'm sure she is. So yeah, so that's fun. But uh, Project Austin is kicking fucking butt here. How many people did you guys have at your last workout? I've been following you guys. Twenty-one. Twenty-one people yeah. in the dead heat of summer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's unheard of. It's pretty cool. Like, and we had a special one on the Fourth of July where we had, I don't know, sixteen or so, I think. Uh, but yeah, you know, when I first started last November, it was like the workouts were like six people, five people, six, fours, five, that by four, eight, you know, eight, ten was a huge workout for us. And uh, yeah, this week we hit we hit 21, which is really cool. So we're growing. There's there's some and we all had happy hour. We had 12 people show up to the happy hour. We went wow. Yeah. So go project. Oh my gosh, you guys are kicking ass. And you're leading it, right? I am. So I'm co-leading with Gina. I do Fridays, Aww. and then she does Mondays and Wednesdays, although, like, we co-led on Monday. So, uh, yeah, we're working together for stuff, and we're talking. We may have to... Up in the world. Yeah, we may have to move our Monday location because we're going to get too big for that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did the workout on that bridge. I if know. If you see people doing that, you're not okay. No, that's not going to work. So, But, yeah, Project Austin's kicking butt. So I learned something else about Austin this week. What did you learn? The entire city of Austin is topless. Like, like by rule. They wear hats. Like topless. by rule, yeah. Well, you can wear your hat, or you don't have to wear a hat. And men, women, you don't have to wear a shirt in this city. Oh, oh, topless, like not wearing a, a top, like, like a shirt top. Like, like topless, like you like because like, you know, I know for a fact, Fonz, that right now you are doing this podcast shirtless. I know that. Only because it's the summertime. I, I don't wear a shirt in the summer unless there's a little sign on the door that says no shoot, no serves, no shirt, no whatever, however that sign says. Shoes, no shirt, no serves. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no. Women, you, so women are allowed to just walk around with their boobs hanging out? The entire city. Oh. But <laughs> only in the summer. Because when I was there in February, everybody had, had shirts on. Oh, most people still wear shirts. I'm not, I'm not saying everyone is walking around. But just if, some people. But just some people. And if you choose not to wear a shirt, you got it. That's cool. You damn hippies. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, so that's that. So I'm down at the pool today. One other thing came up. I'm down at the pool today, just hanging out, you know, just playing on the internet. And when Linda was doing her, uh, this was actually this e this afternoon. I went to the pool twice today. That she, she Linda's there in the morning. Um, but I was prepping for the fitcast. Uh, have you ever heard of Pokemon Go? Um, yeah, you were doing that. I was not doing it. I don't know exactly how to do it, but apparently it's the latest thing. It just it just got released to. Uh, app or to android and ios oh my gosh so yeah, i've heard of it it's like you catch the poke you like turn your camera on you can catch the pokemon wherever you're at yeah and apparently uh uh people are doing it. it's being very good it's being very uh productive for people who have was it agrophobia is that what it's called agrophobia i just heard this too yeah i just read this article about that it's getting you know all those nerdy video game folks is getting them out and about yeah apparently it's it's helping out with people's social anxiety and i actually read an article today that said pokemon go is the latest new item to assist people who are having mental health issues wow so how about that go pokemon go i downloaded the app i have not played yet 
Well, if you, you're having a bad day, you should just go do it. It'll give you a little pick-me-up. Yeah, I usually don't have a problem getting out in the, in the, in the real world here, but uh, I guess some people do, and uh, it's one of the mental health issues that need to get worked on. Yeah, mental, actually, mental health has been really important. It's been, you know, big in the news lately. It's yep. always big among our November project tribe mates. Yes, very and much so. The importance of community and mental health. Well, you know what? We should do something to help out these people. We really should. And you know how we can start? A good place to start is by interviewing our guest for the day. Right here on the FitCast. Mental Health and Fitness. Right here on the FitCast. All right. Right here on the FitCast. Yeah, today we've got Sippy here okay. to talk about mental health and fitness. So welcome, Sippy. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So Sippy is, she's a marathoner. She's okay. also a school psychologist, so that's where kind of the, the fitness and the mental health kind of yeah. merge together. Um, she's also a vegan. God, okay. we attract, we, attract vegans. <laughs> we just attract them to the FitCast. They're just always here. Oh, it's funny. Oh, side story. Just, just today, Kelly knows. I noticed it, I think, a week ago. There's a stop sign here uh, at, the, at the corner of our street. And somebody put a little sign, on, like a bumper sticker under the stop that said eating animals. Stop eating animals, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm not surprised enough. But only in Austin would that yeah. happen. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So anyhow, we have our uh, vegan. Yeah, we've got Sippy. Um, so I got to know Sippy during Sprint Tuesdays, which was a thing that I organized for a while. Tuesday morning, we would go to the track and we would do some sprints. I believe Sprint Tuesdays was the birthplace of the FitCast. It was. That was yeah. That was where we started talking about this. I think Sophie was there when we were talking about it. Yeah, and so that's how we got to know each other. She is. Oh, she's a wonderful person to have as a teammate and a tribe mate. She is so encouraging. Um, so she she's got a, a pair of children and a husband who are all into different types of fitness, and she herself is a marathoner. So this is this is like her lifestyle is you know being fit and encouraging others to be fit. So. Um, she also has resting bitch face, which is it's a, a problem. No, it's amazing. It's not. There's no problem about it. It's fucking amazing. Hey, I, I'm really easygoing and nice, and then I find out people think I'm mean. Yeah, because she's they see because she's trying I'm to fucking about, dominate something, and she looks like a bitch when really she's just focused and determined. And then you take a minute to go talk to her, and you're like, I love this. Woman. Well, that's one one more thing you have in common with Anna Kendrick. Oh, just one, one more thing. thing. The list yeah, is so just adding yeah. up. <laughs> hey, I don't think Anna Kendrick's a marathoner. No, she's not. No, she's not. And she's she's quite the vocalist. So, uh, Sippy, we're going to be asking you to sing here on this uh, on this vidcast today. Please don't. <laughs> That's our very last question. We'll leave that to Kristen for this. K song for the singing. No, but so we are the theme for our vidcast today is on mental health and fitness okay. and Sippy, you are a school psychologist so right. mental health is pretty integral to your life and especially your career so can you tell us a little bit about that sure. so it's definitely become more part of my career i've been doing i've been a school psychologist now for 13 years oh wow so i always have to think how old my son was when i graduated graduate school That's oh my gosh how long i've been doing this um when i started i was really much more interested in like IQ testing and the brain and how the brain functions, um, which I still am really interested in, but um, social emotional learning 
has become so important in the schools. And for the last five years, I've worked in early childhood programs. Oh, wow. So, so young kids. Little three to five-year-olds. And social-emotional learning is what we do. If you don't teach a child um, how to identify emotions in themselves and others, you don't teach them coping strategies, at that age, it's so much harder to do as they get older. So working with kids on being okay with who they are and their emotions and teaching them differences are okay, but also teaching them, you know, what do you do when you get upset? What do you do when you're angry? Especially if you have, you know, a language delay or something because you can't tell someone, well, what else can you do? So we focus on that a lot. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know you were working with little kids. That's amazing. The cute. Yeah, so what, is that really rewarding to you then? It is. I'd say, like, the most rewarding part of it is that you're really working with families. And, um... Often parents bring their child to us because, you know, we had a family last year as a really good example. Their child wasn't even three yet, and he'd already been kicked out of three different daycares. Oh, like, wow. Um, and, you know, like just bad behaviors? Like yeah, fighting with other kids? Um, just meltdowns or grabbing kids um, and pushing kids or, you know, really um, having a hard time. And they came to us and we said, okay, we have this program. And... Um, We'd like to have them come to our classrooms, and they're like, well, what do you do, though? Um, we don't want him to go to a fifth school. We're like, no, we're, we're not going to kick him out. Like, that doesn't happen. You know? Yeah, and they're like, well, what do you mean? We're like, well, our <laughs> jobs, and we need to figure out what he needs so he can do best. Um, it's not about his behavior. It's about what we can do to help him with his behavior and to help him with his social-emotional development um, and just to see them, kind of that face, Kind of go, oh my gosh, like they're gonna help us. You know, this isn't the end. They don't think they're committed. Kid, committed. Right? Yeah. And then we see often, you know, children leave us and they go on to kindergarten and the parents come back and say, oh my gosh, he's doing great. They don't need any supports anymore. And no, oh. you know, and you really know that you've done something and it's really rewarding. That is rewarding. And kids hug you when they're that little. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Um, but now, do you integrate any type of, like, fitness therapies or anything with them? Like um, play therapies? No, I don't do therapy. So it's therapy. Oh, okay. We do, oh. Um, we do, like, I do more behavioral consultation and stuff like that in classrooms um, when I do work with that. Okay. But we do just sort of, I would say, as a, as a school and part of our curriculum, we have, like, social-emotional curriculum, we... Um, a big thing I see is children really do their best during gross motor activity, so that action. Oh, so, when they're doing stuff. You know, I think that's true with me, too. Like, yeah. I always, like, when I was in class or something, I'd always have to, like, well, I guess doodling would be fine motor. But I always had to be, like, doing something and moving when yeah, I was learning. Right. Is that, like, common with three-year-olds? Oh, Am I, like, a three-year-old? Well, right <laughs> most of us aren't good at sitting in general, and I think there's, like, a big thing, like, why do we expect children to sit longer? That's a whole other story. Yeah. Like, then we can't. I mean, me as an adult, like, if I, you know, you go to a workshop, I always have my bathroom breaks, like, built in because I have to move. But um, especially, like, children on the autism spectrum or children with any kind of difficulty regulating their emotions, they may not be able to do reciprocal communication and socialize with others um, in the classroom setting, but you get them out on the playground. And And they they know how it goes out there. Right. So children really, the first time you really begin to see that blossom is on the playground, is, you know, in the motor room. It's during, and um, it really goes to show you that that gross motor movement, that really getting in there has a huge impact 
on mental health. And like, like, yeah, and I remember, you know, because schools are always fighting with budgets and, it's you true. know, things like that. And I remember a while ago, and this was probably 15 years ago, some school, you know, because they, they want to pay the teachers less, right? Well, it's hard to pay the teachers. They also want to get rid of the social programs like Your Job Sippy, right? Like they, they, they need more of those jobs and instead they were cutting them. And one of the things they're doing, like, well, in order to, to sort of trim the budget, we're going to make the school day shorter. So you got to cut out some time. So they're cutting out recess and <laughs> the people are like, holy crap, you know, some people are like, yeah, well, they're not learning anything. And then the other so, people who are in the know are like, oh, my God, if you cut recess out, we're screwed. Well, we have a really, I mean, our school, I'm really lucky. My principal's really supportive. We have an outdoor classroom um, where kids, we have all sorts of huge outdoor our, um, music, in, musical instruments. We have huge, like, these huge life-size Lincoln Logs. And um, we have lots of stuff because that's how they learn, through that movement, running around, exploring. But it's so true. The... Um, district where I work for a long time, kindergartners were still half day, they did not, they took recess away. So yeah. took about 15 minutes a week in kindergarten. A week? Uh-huh, of outdoor, a free play. And um, there's been a big push back into that room. We're opening experiment, experiential kindergartens and we're going from 15 minutes a week to 40 minutes a day. Oh. Nice, very nice. nice. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I can remember, like, when I was in school, how important recess was to me. Because I did. I forged those friendships, and I kind of learned, like, those social skills and that. Plus, I got to run around. Right? And it doesn't change as we're adults. I, I always tell people, like, you get to know people through fitness. You know, you run with people on a regular basis, and you get to know their life stories really quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's what you're doing. You're engaging. You're talking. And so much of our lives, we're too busy to really listen to people. But, oh, when you've got 14 miles next to somebody, you got plenty of time. <laughs> but that kind of brings up my next question is, you know, do you kind of, the things that you're kind of fostering in these children and things that you're teaching these kids, do you practice that? And kind of, does fitness really play a role in your own mental health? Oh, yeah. And in so many ways, like, I feel like I have to write a book on this. But, like, do it. You know, in, it's in so many ways in different areas. You know, I was, there's that. I love like an early morning run. Um, mm. And I call those like my mindful runs. Okay. And I usually, I won't even wear my Garmin um, a couple times a week. And those are the times when like, you just, I feel the most mindful. You know, it really helps me like, okay, observe what's going on. Kind of no judgment, take it, think things through. And I find I come up with my best ideas. I problem solve wow. on those runs. If I didn't have those, like, I, I'm a pretty high stress, like, I'm a pretty wound tight kind of person. Um, I'm not the most easygoing. <laughs> so I think it keeps me a little more even. Okay. Um, but then you have those times when things are um, really difficult, you know, and, and everyone goes through really, like, personal stuff that's kind of hard. And I love doing, like, really intense exercise. Like, for me, speed work or doing... Um, strength training, stuff that I have to really concentrate on because when I'm doing those things, like if I'm doing an hour workout, I only think about the workout during the workout because I am so busy concentrating on my pace or how many reps I have or am I doing it right with my form. I don't, I can't think about it. So it's time. kind of a break from everything exactly. else. It's really freeing. And I feel the wow. same way about racing. Um, and then it just like, it teaches me, like I was always somebody who never did anything if it, when it got hard, like I quit as a kid, I quit more things than you can imagine. 
That um, surprises me so much knowing you, Sippy. Right. And it's, it's so funny because I'm like, that's right. But it was, um, but it was through fitness where I learned that like growth mindset, you know, persevere. And it's okay, this sucks and this is really hard. I remember when I started to get back into fitness seven years ago, I went to this boot camp class and I thought, oh my God, this is hell. It was like, an kill course, me. right? And I had this eight pound medicine ball supposed to hold over my head and I'm doing like football runs and I was just miserable. And old me would have been like, all right, never doing this again. But I was like, mm-hmm. no, if I do it again, it won't suck, you know? And, and it's really taught me through fitness to expand that into other parts of my life. And I definitely explore opportunities and I'm willing to do things and I don't have that immediate, oh, I don't know how to do that, or I can't do mm-hmm. that. It's more, okay, I'm going to try it. It won't kill me. It doesn't work, right? Oh, yeah. I'll keep going. So it's amazing how, you know, fitness has helped with mental, you know, my own mental fitness. Yeah, when, when I was, uh, when I had my business and there would be some issue, you know, during the day, everybody makes a thousand decisions, right? Like, should I get up? What should I eat? Would I brush my teeth first or go pee first? Like all those are all decisions that Your life sounds yeah. really hard, Fonz. <laughs> yeah, those are my toughest decisions now. But when I was in business, periodically a really important or difficult decision would come along the line. Um, and I'd go for a run. I like whatever time of day it was, I'd either hop on my bike or get out there and go for a run. And that's it. It's something to do with you know, the, the, the clarity that you get during the workout, right? You have more confidence, so that helps you make better decisions, and, and the, the decision-making process is just a lot clearer while you're working out. Now, some of it might be a little overconfidence, but that's better than the opposite where you're just kind of lost, right? Maybe sometimes. <laughs> and there's research to back up your own experience. There's research to show that doing things like running or biking, things that, like, are more repetitive movements um, increase brain flexibility, Flexibility, and, yeah, that's I've heard that. That's the right and, word. And, they show, and it's really, and you know, you talk about like confidence too. It reminds me, like, you ever heard of like, is it, I forget her first name, Ann Cuddy, I think. She has the power poses. And she does this whole thing, like, if you do these like power poses, these like certain like very strong poses before you have an interview or something scary, yeah. it oh. really gives you, they've done research on this. So physical, more physical things really affect your, your Exactly. Mindset. So yeah. in the same way, if you've had like, I know, if, you know, if you've, like, rocked your time on something or you've had this great run or you've done, like, a really great bike ride that's been really long, you're going to feel stronger, and that's going to show in your wow. personality too and how you present yourself. Wow. So there you go. Before your next interview, for all the job seekers out there in FitCast land. Um, uh, power pose. Power pose in the bathroom. Power pose oh, and, and or go for a run. You can see how badass exactly. you are. Like, <laughs> Or go for a run, whatever. Like get that get that brain in the in the right place before. But you are not in your interview outfit though. No. <laughs> yeah, don't don't sweat in that. Unless you're Brian. Not a good yeah. yeah. Building some time for a for a shower or a dip in the pool in between. So. But are you uh, gonna shower first or pee first or brush your teeth first? What are you gonna do? First? Well, at that point after the workout, you're just making the right decision. <laughs> That's the point. That's the great this part. This is about. easy now. <laughs> so, well, great. That's yeah. That's that's a that's a great. Exp- uh, uh, thought experiment thought yeah so. so do you have any tips on how people can kind of channel their their emotions into fitness yeah like so, any quick tips so my biggest um my two biggest things like that i always tell people or if they ask but try not to harass people um <laughs> since when but i just had this conversation actually today, and um, my biggest one is like when you don't want to work out and you don't want to get that in the running oh, yeah. you don't it happens out, that's when you really need it like, if you're just like, oh, I have no energy today. Oh, 
this was just so stressful. All I want to do is like go home and Netflix, you know? That's when Netflix you need to work chill. out. Right. That's, you wanna, you, need, you need right. to run. No Netflix and right. chill. My kids told me that means something really different. It does mean something. <laughs> so I, I don't say I it. I was hoping for the joke, but you just yeah, passed no, that up. Sorry. I'm like, I thought I had to tell you. I'm like, you know, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Thank you, Wysippy. Thank you, Wysippy. <laughs> yes, there's there's a non-literal uh, element to Netflix and chill, which our yes. listeners can go ahead and throw it in Google, and you can figure it out on your own. I didn't know that till <laughs> fairly. Um, so yeah, I mean that's when, but that's when you need to do it because you're gonna feel better when you're done. And um, the other okay, thing is, people, I hear this all the time. I don't know if you do, like, you're like, oh, I was really getting into shape, I was on track, or I was eating well, but then you know my husband had surgery, or someone passed away, or someone got sick, or work got really stressful. So, you know, I just don't have it in me. And I'm like, no, that's not. fitness is what you can control. Yeah. When things are like yes. really uncontrollable and overwhelming. Yes. Um, I know like I, about six years ago, I went through some really tough crap professionally. And um, I would get, I get like physical pain in my chest when I'm stressed oh out. And um, I would feel really stressed. Work was really stressful. And I would go run and I would just feel it all go away yeah um and I could control it I couldn't control what was going on at work really but I could control my mm -hmm. run I could control my fitness um in the same way like you know running you know running races and I really like races because you have a race in mind well that's a point like you know you're going to be doing that no matter what else is going on yes. you can run that race yeah I remember when I was a teenager I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and somehow I just learned to channel that into running. And yeah. so I became a runner when I was in, when I was a freshman in high school. And that's what I've learned is that is like the one thing that you can control and nobody can take that away from me. And I, I look like through my running career, all these races that I've done, I've had different boyfriends. I've gone to different schools. I've lived in different cities, but I've always been a runner. Like that's right just a huge part of who I am more so than my career more so than who I'm dating more so than anything else so it is it's really cool I think that's a really important tip that you can control that right and one of the things in like um cognitive behavior therapy and then dbt which is like a version of it they talk a lot about um with depression treating depression and the coping strategies one of them is intensive exercise Intensive. Intensive, which so is running Tuesdays. Yep, going to our, our Tuesday Tuesdays, workouts. You've got it. I mean, it's hard, you know, when somebody suffers from depression, when you don't feel like getting out of your room, it's really mm -hmm. hard to do that piece. But um, that is something that they recommend is doing something, even if it's in your bedroom, doing some kind of oh, intense wow. exercise, and you'll do better. See, I want I want Kelly to be here today so that she can give because she did right. the she was our guest on the last fitcast on yoga and I just want you guys to have a conversation about all this. I feel like that would be a really cool conversation. And she could tell me like how to do how she does all that fabulous bendy stuff. She I know because well, I I started doing yoga. I did yoga like a long time ago, like three days a week. I was really into it. That was a long time ago, and then I started doing yoga again in January, like oh, once wow, a week. Oh wow, good. Because I'm super inflexible. Um, and super unbalanced and um, like the first class I'm taking a vinyasa yoga and it's not like your Zen yoga at all. It's like your movie yoga, right? It's movie, And she's like, she's hysterical. Her name is Tabitha, the yoga teacher. Um, but she really watches what you're doing and she's super picky about stuff. And she'll oh. call me out. Like, uh -huh. it's always like, um, if you, everybody, you may want to, if you're okay with this, you may want to put your arm on the floor. Not you, Sippy. <laughs> um, 
Zippy, you can't yeah. handle that. Right. <laughs> but, you know, and I was like on the first, I remember I wanted to be like, but I can run really far, you know? Um, <laughs> really far. Not, not even fast, just, just, <laughs> no, just No, not fast. Just keep going. Go far, though. No, not so fast. I can't say fast, but I'm far. Go far. Um, and I want, you know, and but again, I've stuck with it, and a lot of it is, um, again, it's that doing something that's really out of your wheelhouse. It's, I'm superly not comfortable with it, um, but I'm. But you're getting know, more comfortable right. with it, right? And one day, like, we keep. Working on handstands, and it was funny listening to Kelly talk about like not doing inversions, being pregnant. Well, she's I'm like, pregnant. like, can I be pregnant? I don't want to do inversions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to be pregnant again. Um, but well, this is news to but, your whole family listening to this. Yeah, no, no, Avi's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, and I should mention that your husband, Avi, is the one whose email we read about drinking the beer, right. going up Heartbreak Hill in Boston. So fitness really is in your whole yes. family. And, and what was so amazing to me about him doing that more than anything is he's like, he is um, a very like intense person when it comes to almost anything he's passionate about. Competitive yeah. with the racing. Um, for him, like, you know, I always tell like the people I group lead, I'm like, you know, even a bad run and a bad day is still a run. It's still a day and you learn a lot mm -hmm. from it. And the fact that he had, like he said he knew in the first half, like this is not my day. But that rather than everybody, that was everybody. Right? But he actually had a lot of fun. And when that guy offered him a beer going up Heartbreak Hill, he's like, sure. And he's really, he's like happy there was a picture of it. And, you know, of course then, like, he's like, he had another um, marathon, San Luis Obispo, two weeks later. And he was like, all right, I got a PR. I got it. He's like, I don't have a Boston qualifier. And Kentucky did. He forgot. Whatever. Oh, I always, I, I hate it when I forget, forget about my Boston, Boston qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it says a lot too about his emotion and how, and that would not have been something early on he would have been okay. I mean, we spent a long time when he started running, and I tell people this like, he was running those like between like 420s and 430 marathons for the first bunch of marathons. And um, now he's laughing. Right now he's man. got, yeah. So now he's trying to sub three is his goal. But he is, oh um, I can put it out there. But he, um, he would hit like 17 miles and he would just start walking and he'd be really down on himself or even if he had a great time he'd be like yeah but I um you know I just kind of lost steam at the end and I'm like what you you just did of course this. you lose steam at the right. end it's a marathon like exactly like so just to have him have that really positive attitude about Boston good great. yeah I guess you kind of change your I guess your mental your running and your fitness can affect your mental health but your mental health can also affect your oh, fitness yeah. too it's kind of a dual yeah well, so is it, it's you, you bring up Callie, and Callie and I had a discussion maybe eight nine months ago, uh, after a November Project workout about uh, the effect, the mental health effect that happens during. They need to have they need to have you know therapists who work with athletes during taper time because we have a lot of extra time and we're not having that time to work out all those mental issues. And there's to add that there's anxiety about the race, so there's sort of a double-edged, double, double attack there, um, because you you have anxiety about the race, but you can't work out to work out the anxiety. So that's it's a real problem. So uh, actually, anybody, any of our listeners now, you can email us, kselkfonsfitcast uh, at gmail .com. Right, that's the email partner. Our email, yeah. Email us if you've ever been in a situation like that, or yeah, um, if or, you've ever, you know, use fitness as a, a mental health. 
Yeah, a tool. I, I know. I used to bike when I was living in Chicago on my hybrid on the on the path. There's a there's a most well, crushed gravel pass from Chicago to Milwaukee, and I bike up to Milwaukee, spend the weekend, and then bike back on the. You know, it was usually Fourth of July, so it'd be like a four day weekend, a three day weekend. But it was it was literally it, 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 it was it was like hitting a reset button because at seven it took me seven hours. You know, I'd average about 15 miles an hour um with you know just a little breaks to eat a peanut butter sandwich here and there um but yeah it was like hitting a it was like hitting a mental reset button because it's you're i'm all by myself just out on the same path you know it's a it's a nice looking path but it's it's not like you know it's not it's not terribly interesting it's just beautiful like you're going through a, a wooded corridor um but yeah so so it gives you that the the brain the time to uh the time to reset itself after seven hours of doing that. See, we all do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing it. Hopefully. <laughs> and the people who aren't are missing out, so get your butt out there. Um, Sippy, I want to hear about your training now. You're training for the Chicago Marathon? I am not. You are not? Well, I'm oh training, but I'm not running it. Oh, you're not running it. So, no. So, this is my new plan. So, <laughs> sorry, the dog, the, dog, the dog wants to be on the FitCast right now, but yeah. she can't talk. So. Right. Oh, so, Evie. It's a little rough. She's being very nice because she's trying to let me know. So, um, I am not running Chicago this year. I decided I needed a break from Chicago. Because how many have you done? Well, I've done four marathons, three Chicago. One was Fox Valley, okay. which I highly recommend. Okay. I loved it. Um, other than, you know, the parts when I wanted to be like, what, you know, you start to evaluate all your life. Um, <laughs> But really, fitness is great for it's your awesome. mental health. It's awesome. It's good. Um, but I really want to work on my half marathon time. Oh, okay. Oh, speed. In me. So yeah. I'm, I've got um, the Fox Valley. I have run the marathon in the 20-miler. The 20-miler okay. is one of the best. Most, like, it was last year. And um, the end of the race is when I, I realized, like, I had, like, crushed my time by, like, I wasn't, I couldn't even believe it. So when I think about like races, there's a picture of me and I'm doing this screaming, resting, bitch, running bitch face. Running bitch face. Because yeah. Running yeah. bitch face. Running bitch face when it's right. sippy. Because I realized, oh my God, that's my time. And I was so happy. But I've done the marathon and the 20 miles. So I'm doing the half. It's a great Ooh. course. Um, and I'm really, I've got like a time in mind. And then I've got a couple, like I want to do the Desplaines River. What's your time in mind? Hold on, hold on. Let's just close to the. No, I can't put it out in the universe. All right. Well, okay. then I'm going to, I'm going to make it. I'm saying it's 131. So there you go. That's. Oh, Sorry. He has a lot of high hopes for people. But don't yeah, worry, you'll no, get there. No, no, no. Um, and then, so I am group leading marathon training because I oh. love group leading, and I'm hoping that doing all those miles, I really do find um, I'm not a naturally. How do I put this? I'm someone who like my kids laugh. I won the participation award every year for the presidential fitness. Congratulations. Participation. Thank you. Because um, you did them all. Right. I never, you know, and so I have never excelled in sports or athletics. Um, so it's all gravy for me. Like uh, everything I do now. But so you are excelling in athletics right now. Right. Well, for me, like it's, you know, when people are down because, well, when I was in cross country in high school, I never was in cross. I went to a high school that just had basketball. I mean, we were really small. And I couldn't do that either. So anything <laughs> I'm doing, I'm like, this is awesome because uh, who would have thought that this is somebody like anyone who knew me growing up would never thought this. So, um, but I, so like, I, I sort of feel like I tend to do better. I tend to race faster when I run longer. So when I train for halves, I always go over the mileage. So that's my, and it's okay. worked for me. I do okay. stay work too, but I really find that that, 
And then I end really strong and I'm able to run negative splits. So that's there you go. Um, and then I'm nervous, but next week is um, Summit and I am yes. doing on a marathon relay team. Yes, you are. Some good elevation there. I know. I um, have no idea how I'm going to do that beginning. So, Simi, why don't you tell us who your teammates are as long as we're talking about yeah, Summit? We'll yeah, we'll tag them. All right, we've got Dobry. Dobry! He was the uh, team founder. Wow. And he Captain Dobry. We're AL81, which I did not know, but my husband, who's from Kentucky, told me is a brand of, like, soda, pop, whatever you want to call it, um, in Kentucky. Who knew? Okay. I don't know why Dobry is not from Kentucky. No, so he's I don't from know. Bulgaria. Right. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> like, um, really not Kentucky. No. Um, and then um, Emily Herbert. Ah, Emily Herbert. Oh, she's, she's awesome. awesome. We yes. should get her on the FitCast sometime. Yeah, she'd bring a positive. She'd bring a smile. She's great. So he, and then Dobry's like so sweet because I'm on the, I'm like, keep telling him, you know, I'm fun speed, I'm fun speed. And he's like, no, I haven't been running and Emily's been in China. It's fine. We'll see. Yeah, and then, I have a feeling Emily Harburg's pretty fucking Oh, yeah, fast. she's, <laughs> she has fun. Her, her fun yeah. speed is fast. <laughs> right. So I clearly don't want to be first or last in the relay. But then, um, and then the other guy, um, I'm going to totally mispronounce his last name, so I feel really bad. Um, Gary. Menal, men, Gary, I'm so sorry. Gary, I'm. Gary, I'm. Well, you're gonna have to take him to fit guys. Really nice. Um, I don't know if you know him, Fonz. I don't think so. And I think he mostly comes on Friday, so I didn't know him. Yeah, I probably don't know him that well either. Because he goes to November Project on Fridays. I don't really go. Yeah, so he's gone a couple times on Wednesdays. I've met him a couple times, but he seems like a really sweet guy, really nice. Um, so that's my team. Right. And then um, I've got an Olympic team, which is a different team, which is, I can't oh, yeah. force myself on a team, but that's okay. That's okay. Invi- yeah. Just invite yourself to everything. That's what I'm doing. So I'm a little nervous. I've never done a trail race. Well, because the elevation is like 3,000 feet for your portion of the marathon relay, right? Yeah, it's just really high. Yeah. I, it's I just, think it's 3,000 feet. It's a bad. According but they to, do things in meters. Up in Canada. Amanda, if we're tagging people. Meters and centigrade. Amanda Decker told me that it's like a mile and a half uphill. And then it's not so bad, she said. Okay. So So just take it easy the first mile and a half. And then you'll have your negative split and your strong finish like you always do. So in my new, I just got new trail shoes. I've never worn them. I had like, well, now I have. But like, I never. So this is a marathon relay. So you'll be running six miles plus, right? Yes. Help run. Running is the goal. <laughs> right. May not be. Um, the good thing is, like, Avi does ultras, um, like Kelly, and um, he also did his first 50-miler this year, and he's like, oh, everybody walks up the hills. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what Kelly says. Actually, you know, the more, so I've been, he talks about it, and I've been listening to a podcast with ultra runners, and the more I talk, like, listen to it, I'm like, I'm, I don't put it out, I don't, like... Don't say, oh, Sippy said she's doing ultras, but it's starting to appeal to me more. Oh, well, this, interesting. This is recorded, and other people sure. are going to hear this, Sippy, yeah. so. So that sounds like an ultra, <laughs> hashtag ultra verbal for Sippy. Ultra yeah. verbal very, very But I'm like, you know, if you really slow it down and you stop for a long time in eight stations, I'm like, I could kind of get with that, because, like, I'm not good at, like, the super speed for long periods of time. But I'm like, I could do... Well, that's like yeah. if you're if you're interested, I do happen to know from uh, Kelly Rice that there is a vegan fifty k that it's, is out there. So, and you would qualify for that. 
It's only for vegans? Just it's not only for vegans, That's but it's it's sort of it's <laughs> 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 Yes, just stop spreading the hate, vegans. We all love each other. No, um yeah, there is a vegan fifty K. It's a vegan power fifty K, so so you should hook up with Dallas, who right. her and Matt were on our FitCast before. And, I mean, that's what, that's her motto is she's just looking forward to doing ultras for the rest of her life. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very just based, just starting to think about it. but Because um, Avi's run with the Flatlanders mm-hmm. um, when he's not, like, training for marathon, like Boston and stuff. And, and Kelly he, Kelly knows a lot of the Flatlanders. Yeah. She mentioned them in the, the FitCast. Avi just won their Christmas Krispy Kreme challenge. Oh, that was for them. That's right. Yeah. Tell us about the Krispy Kreme challenge because you were like wife of the year that day. Oh my god! So the night before, we did a beer mile, um, very unofficially, and um, Avi did participate in the beer mile. I just I'm a timekeeper, and I I made group awards and medals and stuff. And Dallas actually the prior one we did, she won. She did. I was there. Adventure. I was there to see her win. So Avi did not win that. Um, and he and then the next day. After he went out, and it was um, two and a half miles on a trail. You come back, eat a dozen Krispy Kremes, do the same two and a half mile loop Whoa. again, eat a thirteenth one, and then you're done. So, um, oh my God! So wait, no, you have to eat all twelve at once. Yeah, and so oh, I thought they were spread. No, out. and most oh. people. So Avi was like the first guy back. Now, in his in the defense of other people. Um, like three guys got lost and ended up running like over 10 miles, which I don't understand. <laughs> like when you go out two and a half and you're like, I'm not back and turn around, like I wouldn't keep going. It was like, but hot day. It was so hot and yeah. they had no water. So I don't get it. Oh my God. Um, no water and 12 Krispy Kremes. That, yeah. 13 well, then Krispy Kremes. Right. So, but like one guy and he, um, is just moving to, I think he just moved to Dallas, but he, he didn't win, but I've never seen anybody eat donuts that easily. It was like he was eating 12 carrots. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> 12 baby carrots. Right. So, Avi did not throw up at all, even on the way home, but he felt really oh my God. sick. And, um, you know what? I think that's probably expected. I've never done anything like that. I've that. never done a beer mile. I've definitely never done a Christmas. I believe you won a Malort mile. Uh, you know oh, what? I did. Day. I did win the Malort 5K. <laughs> so there you go. That's about as crazy as I get. <laughs> I think that's obvious. Said the beer mile sucks while you're doing it, but then you feel fine. Like he had two more beers after he was done. What? Because like right, I don't. Because well, then I, I drove home. Did you like but, um, background check this man before you married I him? Know. Is he? Like, I did not know. He was not like. Speaking this. of mental health issues, no, I'm just kidding. Kidding, Avi, so. kidding. But he said the Krispy Kreme, like you, that you know, you don't feel good. Oh God! Okay, let's change the subject. I like can't. I've got my beer here. I can't even drink it anymore. (laughs) Um, we want to get to the fun questions, but is there anything else that you want to add on our topic, Sophie? You've been an awesome guest. No, oh, I did tell. Um, okay, so I told Owen, my son. son, He's fifteen. Um, he wanted to make sure if you act like our fan, besides Avi and I running, that he plays soccer. Oh my God. He does play soccer and he's come to our Sprint Tuesdays before. Yes. He's run a couple 10 Ks. He came to Sprint Tuesdays trying to get his time down and he wanted everybody to know that he doesn't just play now Pokemon Go because I know what that is, Fonz, because of Owen. I don't know how to do it and understand it, but I know it exists. Okay. I I don't even have Snapchat. Like I'm that behind the times. Um, but, um, and then, so then in the fairness, like Lizzie, um, is like crazy flexible 
um, to the point where my yoga, I brought her to a yoga class and my yoga instructor said, I don't know how she came out of you and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's got like an Australian accent. So it's even better when she says it. Oh my um, God. And I mean, but she, I skated for a long time and she competed and then, um, didn't want to do that anymore. And then last year she started ballet. Like as a, she just picked that up. Right. You know, like, like picking up a book and starting exactly, to Exactly. Because oh she can like get her leg all the way straight and back. You know, I can't even touch my toes, you know, and so she, and here your you daughter know, is she can do all sorts of crazy stuff. stuff. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. You really do have a fit family. You really do. I don't, I don't and know how Liz, well, Lizzie travels a lot too, doesn't she? Yes, she's in New York for the summer. Oh my gosh, that's a, what an amazing experience! She loves East Coast. So she's and then your son is in Michigan right now. right? Yeah, he just he's, got there today. He's at Michigan State in debate camp, policy debate. He's, he's very um, we're worried about him because he's in with a bad group of people. Uh, obviously, yeah. You know, all the debaters, all the yeah. debate teams, exactly. <laughs> Future politicians of America. Uh oh. They're going to run a 5K and then yeah. debate about foreign policy. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but that's amazing. Yeah, your family is awesome. I'm so glad that I've got to, to meet some of them through the running community. And I'm so glad that you, you've just, I don't know, you've brought so much to us in our little Chicago running community. And I really appreciate everything that you brought. It definitely so. goes both ways. I was trying to, trying to explain to people November Project and... Yes, I know. You know, you always go, yeah, it's a little cultish. Like, you know, you have to admit it. Um, but I have, you know, from day one, and um, Fonz, I think you're one of the first people I met when oh, I started. Yes, I remember that right in July or it was in the summer. Right. It was July, and I remember go running with you over to Wrigley Field. Yep. Um, hey, it's like our anniversary soon, guys. I think it's getting up there. And I, like, have never left feeling anything but true happiness. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, I just oh, yeah. met the most amazing people I never would have met in my life um, ever because, you know, it just doesn't, I'm older than most people. So, like, I don't have the same group of friends or I wouldn't meet, but you just meet the most incredible people. So, it's been wonderful. We're awesome. Another side benefit of the fitness community. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, go back for the listeners, go back and listen to the Case Alcon Fonz Fitcast at the time, the November Project Fitcast, episode one talk all about ago. that exact thing yeah exactly a year ago so go back and listen to number one two three four five six seven eight nine ten what are we at we're about 20 now i'd say sure. right 20. so well fantastic let's uh let's get to some fun questions yeah fun right. do you have any fun ones for Sibby? i do you got to ask your fun ones first because oh, mine... your ones are gonna outdo my fun ones well huh? it's a little different little different format i'm taking on the on my my part of that okay so I've go ahead got, i've got a couple fun ones Okay, so I'm just curious because this has been an, an interest, an intensive interest of mine lately. Post-run food. Oh. What is your, your post-run food? Everyone likes to talk about food. Um, like post-race food. Yeah, like definitely post-marathon. I love sweet potato fries. Oh, yes. Okay. And, and I'm very particular. What, oh. Yeah, let's hear about it. No, like um, locally, just I don't know, could, if you get any sponsorship from Nookie's. Good, good. Oh, Nookie's fries. can start to sponsor us. Nookie's very good sweet potato fries. Just okay. putting it out there. Um, and post run, because um, I'm a vegan, um, either the vegan chili quiles at Marmalade. Ooh. Super delicious. Or um, a tofu scramble anywhere. I am queen of the tofu scrambles. I know where all the best ones are. 
Oh, interesting. And a Bloody, Bloody Mary, vegan Bloody Mary. Oh, you Chicago know Chicago Diner, vegan Bloody Mary. That's funny. Erica, who was our guest on our FitCast a months ago, her, her drink of choice after a race is a Bloody, too. Yeah. It's runners and their Bloody Marys. Yeah, well, fantastic. It is something that we have to specify vegan when talking about drinks. But in the Bloody Mary world, especially in Chicago and Wisconsin, where they serve it with a burger or something like that. It's in there. Yeah. So, all right, fantastic. Keep going, case out. All right. If you could be a superhero, which superhero would you be? Oh, God, they asked this. Um, you're supposed to tell somebody in November probably to work out recently this one. And I'm like, crap, I don't know. Um, so I think I said, and I couldn't remember, okay, so which one was Seth Rogen and which one was Ryan Reynolds? Like, one was a Green Lantern and one I was I thought Ryan Reynolds Green was Green Lantern. Okay. And Green Hornet was... Okay, not Seth Rogen, because he was kind of an asshole. Is that <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, hey. please, you can oh, stand Damn it, we got the explicit tag here. Um, <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds, though, like, you know, he, like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be a superhero, and I think I'm a superhero, and it was like, it took him a while to get there and believe in it and really, you know. He had a journey. He had a whole journey with it, and it wasn't automatic, and it was kind of awesome. So. Like and, and that resonates with you, doesn't it? it? Does. As, as a runner, you know, you said you didn't play basketball, you didn't run on the cross country team. You had to no. actually work hard to get here. Right. I walked around the gym for a PE class. That was my athleticism. And now look at you. I bet your gym teacher now is like Sippy running marathons. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sippy running training for <laughs> training for ultra marathons. <laughs> Well, we just got a little Persky more bit. Alive. <laughs> We're going to tag her in the podcast. Yeah, oh, oh, my gosh. Um, do you listen to music when you run? Um, usually not. Um, I used to. Like, when I started running, I couldn't imagine not listening to music. Um, but um, now, just in races and not always in races. Like, often, marathons I don't. And in races, I'll sometimes put it in my ear, like, one earbud in and then have the other mm -hmm. one out. So Because um, I... I'm weird. I, if you notice, I'm not, I'm not an introvert. And so I'm, and <laughs> I haven't noticed at all. You've never struck up a conversation with a stranger. Shut never. up already. <laughs> I, in races, I will talk to people. Okay. And I'll try like, and I'll test it. Like if they ignore me, I'm like, oh, they're not going to do it. But, you know, <laughs> but like often somebody will talk to me. Oh yeah. I'm much better like than um, But I listen to a lot of rap and hip hop. Okay. I well, I want to hear the most embarrassing song in your playlist right now. And I want you to sing it. It's Eminem. Eminem. I think it's Eminem, and it's Shake That. It's it's horribly misogynistic. It's terrible. It's terrible, but you know what? It's really danceable. Good. Um, probably like my kids laugh. There's this. Um, oh God. Um, it's by Wizen. It's like a Zumba song, but I love it. It's um, Que Vida, Da Vida, or something. Can you sing it? Um, I know your Spanish is really good, right? You've been working on your Spanish. Yeah, let's hear it. Like. Oh, no, I can't sing it. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. on. No. Uh, it's like, uh, no, I can't. Um, and then I also, <laughs> we tried. Um, and then my kids make fun of me. Common universal mind controls. Like, if when that starts in, like, the ding, ding, ding part of the song and universal How mind control. How does the ding, ding, ding part go? I'm not doing it. Oh, um, we can't even get it. I remember, like, ding, I ding, was ding. in a race and, like, I was not. Strike not three, Case so Alex. Strike three. Strike three. Strike three. I'm sorry. The ding, 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 though, came out, and I was, like, in a race, and I started, like, moving my head like they used to, like, in One Night at Roxbury, you know, the, that, like, and I started, like, banging my head.
some pop, some pop, some Fans, you have any fun questions for Sabine? I do have a fun question, and it's actually a little different format, and it's a it's a competition between uh, our guest Sippy and my podcast partner Kselk. Uh oh. All right, so she can't run me. So it's going to be a little. No, it's not a fitness competition. This is going to be a little mini game, okay? Uh-oh. So, uh, and our guests, you get to start first, and then you just go back and forth until someone is unable to list another item in this uh, category. And the category today is going to be cities, but cities that are always partnered with another city, right? So, like, when you hear them, you always, you know, there's some cities that are listed, like, two of them together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and if, you, if someone's having trouble, I'll throw out a hint. But uh, we're just going to go back and forth. Sippy, you're going to go first. Just say, name, name one of these uh, pair of cities, and then KSL will go back and forth until someone can't get it. I'll do the a real easy one. All right. Well, you're started. Go ahead. Oh, so she names both of them because I thought she was going to name Minneapolis. Oh, and then no, no, I, no, then no, 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 Sippy, you did it correctly. You, okay, you okay. name them both. Right. You, name, you have right. to name them both. Otherwise, uh, so Minneapolis, St. Paul. Correct. Bing. Hey, Salk, you got one? Yeah, I've got one. Go Dallas, for Fort Worth. Dallas, right? It's right up here That's north of Austin. My Gianni is going to work lately. And right. you know, Dallas is the fun city, and Fort Worth is, uh, not so Okay. <laughs> That's a bonus point to name. Sorry Which to all listeners more fun. Fort I know that from reading um, 622.60. No delaying. All right, Sippy, you're All right. up. Sippy, Sippy. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. I hope that, does this count? Tampa, St. Pete? Tampa, St. Pete counts, yes. Yes, St. Pete counts. Okay. Five, four, um, three. Seattle, Tacoma. Uh, I'm the judge. It's I will that, give it to you. It's the airport. I will give it to you. It's it's marginal, but you get it. Uh, Sippy, you're up. Wow. I can't think of any other ones, so I really hope you can either. Um... <laughs> Um, uh, there's one in the Carolinas. You got one? Um, Raleigh-Durham. Raleigh-Durham is correct. Back to you, partner. Um, so the only other one that I can think of is San Francisco and San Juan. Or not San Juan, San Jose. <laughs> I have never heard that one. If our listeners can be judges on that, I'm going to... Give San Jose, it's like the other side of the bay, right? Provisional point. I've just never All heard right. those two All together. Right. Go ahead, give it to the guest. I know how you feel about me. Well, first. no, 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 no. I'm giving it to you provisionally, but if our listeners can email in and say that's full of crap, then uh, you're going to lose. But we have Sippy, plenty you... of listeners from San Francisco, that <laughs> tell me how. Uh, you know any others, uh, Sippy? Um. There's one in sort of central Illinois, or two, I guess. But oh, I know which one. That none of Champaign Urbana. Champaign Urbana. That's it's actually. That's well, not even the one I was... Bloomington Normal, but people outside of Illinois aren't going to know Oh, those. yeah, Bloomington Normal. No, that's good. You should get extra credit for that well, one. Well, and there's another one in Illinois that I didn't even think of those two. There's another one. You name it. I don't know it. My brother used to live in La Salle, Peru. Oh, oh my cousin, if you want to... My cousin, Fred, and his wife, Susan, and their kids. You Samantha and Jenna. We have Fred Glassman, Susan Glassman. Jenna Glassman, Samantha Glassman. Tag it. Tag them all. They live in Peru. Oh, there and you go. Samantha is going to be at the college. She's graduated from oh, South wow. Peru High School. So good. Good call. All yeah. right. So can we think of any others here on our the three it's of us? Gotta be. There's got to be plenty. I want our listeners to tell us more because yeah. I 
many off the top. Shoot us an email, ksalkfonsfitcast at gmail.com if there are any other pair of cities we missed. I'm sure we've missed a bunch. We just covered America. I'm sure there's some in other countries, too. Oh, I'm oh, sure yeah. there's some in other countries, for sure. So go ahead and ship it over to us. Uh, any other answers we have? Sippy, unfortunately... Uh, oh, wait, do you get the points? I don't remember. We tied. You tied. It was a tie. There's there's a tie. So uh, provisionally, we're so. going to give you, Sippy, you get five FitCast points for coming in a tie here. Thank you. That'll get, that'll get you a gluten-free vegan banana bread. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, but listeners, go ahead and shoot us some other pair of cities we didn't think about. Um, but that is our mini game for today. I'm glad I was able to uh, get that out there. We may have new mini games in the future episodes, so... Um, it's fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So, uh, well, let's move on. Let's move on to our seggies, huh? Seggies. Right. things. Sponsored by WellFit. Sponsored so. by WellFit, my coach that tries to kill me. <laughs> yes, Sharon tries to kill you once or twice a day. He's so getting tagged in this. <laughs> oh, by the way, my coach Sharon, he raced today. Oh. I don't know if he did because I forgot to look up his time, but I'm sure he did really well. He raced Feynman in San Francisco Bay Area, maybe San Jose. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> Could be. A lot of there are a lot of people doing a triathlon in our Chicago friends, oh, aren't they? Yeah. A lot of first timers. Yeah, we'll have to to get them on to talk. Katie about Clark. Katie Clark, one of our former guests, Katie did her Clark. first triathlon today. Yeah. Definitely, a lot of folks. Well, uh, K Selk, uh, what is your favorite thing sponsored by WellFit? Believe it or not, my favorite thing is not triathlon. It it's is up not. there. It's up there. But actually, so I just discovered a new favorite food. Oh, food! That's why like I wanted to ask Sippy about her favorite food because um, even though we just ate really good sushi, I'm always hungry. Um, so I discovered. I invented this. I am. A, I'm a fucking inventor. Oh, okay. Like Thomas Edison, but a woman, and like a hundred years later. Okay. Um. So this new food, it involves taking an English muffin. Okay. And the English muffin is really vital because I tried it on bread and it's not the same. Like toasted? English, Do you toast the English muffin? You toast. Of course you toast is it. Is there a brand? You know, I do a gluten-free brand. Okay. Um, Udi's. Oh, yeah. That I really yeah. like. Um, but I'm sure just an English muffin. Like, you know, they're just really good. Um, and sorry, Sipri, we're talking about not vegan things. Not vegan. This is a and non-vegan under. You put some jelly on there, and I prefer low-sugar strawberry preserves. Okay. It's just so tasty. And so that's normal, right? Like all that, like yeah, jelly. Sure. Oh, you're so creative inventing putting jelly on an English muffin. Okay, I'm not, I'm not done yet. I'm not done <laughs> okay. yet. Okay. And so then you put turkey bacon on it. Because With jelly? Yes. And so I am of the camp that turkey bacon is the best kind of bacon. And I know my camp is very small, and I might be the only person at my campsite. But turkey bacon is the best. I love turkey bacon way more than normal bacon. Okay. So you put that on there. And then you just go fucking crazy, and you throw some spinach on there because it's got to be healthy. Yep. And then you crack a goddamn fried egg right on top. Fry You fry an egg up. All right. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. So English muffin, egg, jelly, bacon. And I literally spinach. have to write all this down because I thought that I would forget a portion of it. I'm going to add hot sauce, Tabasco, or some other Ooh, something. That, that would be good. Yep. Yeah, it does. It does. It's got enough different stuff in it, but I think adding a little, a little, I think specifically Tabasco in this case, but okay. we can. Jalapeno jelly. Like, you know, oh, Johnny makes really good um, pepper jellies. There you go. So oh, yeah. perfect. 
But I kind of like the sweetness of the the strawberry preserves, like the sweet and salty. I know yeah. you're like, so I'm he's like horrified. barfing over here. Um, but it's really good. And so that's my new favorite thing, and I want everybody to know about it. And I think our listeners should not only give it a try, but give it a try and add your own variant and let us know how it comes yeah. out. Add some Tabasco sauce. Let me know how it is. Yeah, Tabasco or whatever else you think will be good on there. Well, that's fantastic. Maybe you need a little cream cheese on there. Uh, I don't do cream cheese. Okay, well, we'll see. Our listeners, someone out there in the FitCast community can probably do it. Awesome. Well, my favorite thing is an app. Ooh. And I'm going to check it out. Is it the WAG app? It is not the WAG app, no. They sponsor our mailbag. Uh, they do sponsor our mailbag, yes, but uh, we're not there. Right now we're still on favorite things, and it's uh, HumorCast. HumorCast? What is that? HumorCast is a weather app, but it comes with a little attitude. So I'm going to check it right now because I'm in Austin and it's hot. So it gives you the, the current temperature. It's not super detailed. like It doesn't give you like seven-day forecast. I think you can upgrade, but there's a free one that I have. So it says right now in Austin it's 97 degrees. And it's it's oh. got it says, Are you fucking serious? My sweat has sweat. <laughs> my sweat has sweat. <laughs> so Oh my god. I mean other ones that said get in the fucking pool already. I'm sure in the wintertime in Chicago it's gonna be like get the fuck indoors, you idiot. But uh yeah, go ahead and download uh at least you should the move, you know. You should move. <laughs> Why do you, you live should here? Move. So anyhow, it's a humor cast. Uh, go ahead. It's a free one, so I'm not. You know, I don't have any financial interest. But go ahead. It's it's super funny. So if you if you have a little uh, little fun with your weather, then that's the one to do. I actually was uh, kind of turned on. Or I learned about it because Patricia Merrick posted the, her screenshot on Facebook. So we're gonna take in her. You know who Patricia Merrick is? I do not. She is on Team Faster Than Fawns. Oh, I have met her. So, yeah, she came down to Chicago, um, and you met her at the uh, at the marathon. She was down there. I did. I remember I almost killed her. And I did see that Team Faster Than Fonz is competing in Toronto next weekend. Oh, man. Oh, we got competition. We so, have big competition. So, we will, uh, we're going to get a recording for the FitCast next time. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, you're gonna be out there, K-Salk, right? Yeah, we're gonna. We're, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I'll get a recording with her. Definitely get get a recording from them. Get get whatever you can from from when you're out there. So my favorite thing, humor cast. Thank you very much, Patricia and Team Faster Than Fonz, and good luck. Crush it at uh, Crush it at Summit, team. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's all on uh, favorite things. Let's move on to uh, the mailbag sponsored by WEG Dog Walking. Your first walk is free. Promo code Brian7451 is on me. So uh, let's go on to the uh, uh, emails. I have an email. Do you have an email? I, I have an email too. Why don't you go first? All right. I'll go first. Uh, this is Ladies from, first. <laughs> this is from Corinne. From Brisbane, Australia. We're getting another email wow, from Oh, another international one. Yeah. You guys are impressing me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even know. I didn't even know Australia had the, the internet. The internet, they do. It's just, just, just kidding. Now you lost Just kidding, own. and now we don't have any <laughs> listeners in Australia. Those damn European prisoners learned how to the, attach to the wild, World Wide Web's. At least they don't use pesos. like <laughs> In Canada, the Canadian peso. <laughs> Uh, Brian, I hope all is well. This is actually a Facebook message I got. Brian, I hope all is well. As you know, I've done about 10 triathlons so far, but I've never done 
the swim in salt water. So she's got a salt water uh, ocean race coming up. I'm a little afraid and I haven't trained in salt water. Have you raced in the ocean and what can I expect to be the differences? All right, so Kesak, have you ever done one in salt water? I have not. I've swam in salt water, but not a race and not a triathlon. Yeah. It'll taste, it'll taste different. Well, and that's actually going to be one of the biggest differences. So actually, my first triathlon was in the ocean. What? Yeah, I was living in Miami. It was when I was in law school. I was, uh, I did one in Miami. Um, you know, so, these things don't come up like until we're on the fit cast. <laughs> so much about you, fun. This is 20 years ago. Maybe that's why. Um, so yeah, there are a couple differences. So my biggest issue was actually during the training. I was afraid, I was deathly afraid of jellyfish and sharks. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, Is that the only place you had to swim? What do you mean the only place I had to swim? Like you, you, oh, like. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a pool. pool yeah. yeah, in Miami, like I wasn't part of a gym. I guess I could have gone to the law school one, but it just didn't seem appealing when it's beautiful. You have this amazing ocean and go inside in a chlorinated pool. It just didn't seem appealing to me. Um and my my fear of jellyfishes was probably a little jellyfishes or is it jellyfish? I don't know jellyfishes. Yeah, that jelly. Jellyfish. Uh, it was probably it was probably overblown, but that was my fear during training. Um, and I don't know current. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about jellyfish over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you please rejoin the Fitcast here? Okay, probably? we're here. We're here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, if you're training in salt water or not, but that was a big issue. Uh, you're going to be a little more buoyant. I don't think it's a big deal unless it happens to be like in the Dead Sea or Salt Lake. But super salty. Yeah, I, I, I you might maybe with a with a wetsuit you'll be a little more buoyant, which will help a little bit. But the biggest thing for me was uh, when you get out of the water. You're Ooh, are you all salty? Salty, and you're super oh. thirsty. So, because you get the salt like on your lips, and you know, you're always gonna get a little water in your mouth and nose and all that, and, and and your eyes. So, like, that's the biggest issue is that you just feel like salty when you're getting on that bike, which is what makes it really important. One, they may have showers, like, we they had a little not a real shower, but like kind of like a hose with a nozzle on it so you could kind of run through yeah, to rinse off. So yeah, that to get that salt off and then make sure you dry off because all that extra water that's going to be on your forehead or in your hair, that salt water may leak into your eyes on the bike and you don't want that to happen. Yeah. So it's not really much of an issue in the swim. It is salty, but we've all swum, you know, we've all plopped into the ocean or the bay from some time to time, but um, it's all done saline. Yeah, you, you have that. It's just you don't want that on you while you're on the bike. So it had a bigger effect on the bike than anything else. So uh, that's a difference. That's that's the biggest difference I've seen. Did our listener mention the distance of her triathlon? Uh, no. Because okay. so. I bet for like long, I don't know if it's different for longer or shorter races. Well, the thing is the difference between an Olympic and a half Ironman, which is probably the distance she's going, um, the swim distance is is insignificant. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, which is something that those of you who do triathlons will learn when you do half. You're like, I can already swim this distance. I just I can't run or bike for three hours. <laughs> yep. So. That's what I learned during my life. <laughs> it's too long. 
So, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for emailing Corinne. Hope that's helpful. If anybody else has any other tips or if you've Salt been st tips. Stung, by a, stung by a jellyfish, go ahead and shoot us an email. KSalkFonsFitCast at gmail.com. Hit us up. So what do you got coming up, partner? Um, well, I've got an email from uh, our listener, Laura. Okay. I don't know where she's from. Okay. It's an email, and she didn't say. Um, but so she says, I'm training for my first marathon, and this podcast is perfect for my long runs. I love listening to you guys. You're hilarious. Awesome. Oh, Laura, you don't have to. <laughs> um, she said, thanks for keeping it real. And then she says, this question isn't about fitness, so sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I was laughing when I was reading this the first time. Um, so I was listening and wondering what is the relationship between K-Selk and Fonz? Oh, that's, that's a buddies. Yeah, podcast partners. Well, then she says, did you guys date in the past? <laughs> Sorry. You get along so well. I've seen the pictures of you on Facebook, and you look cute together, but I know you are both dating other people. Yes, and we are both in love with our specific people we are dating. We are. Yeah. Um, she adds that our listeners would like to, they would love a dramatic love story. It would really spice up the ratings. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, spice up the ratings. All right, well, we can, uh... <laughs> well, there was that one drunken night back in 92, Oh, wait, you were like... I did too. I was, I was five. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, so, I think the age difference is uh, pretty significant. I, I would there. say so. I would say so. Uh, like a good 16-year age difference between the two of us. But, but to expound on the relationship, like we we just know each other from November Project, and uh, we have a great bond and good interaction, and that's that's it. We're great friends. and Yeah, we, we've, we've become good friends because yeah. you lived really close to me when you were in Chicago, and we would go to the same restaurants, go to the same places. We both love beer. Yep. Both triathletes, so I mean, it was friendship was pretty secure after that. Like we were friends for life, I would say. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, no, that is a funny question. I guess, I guess, in any, the, the listeners want a little more juice than that, but uh... I know. I wish we could give them more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, that'd be a good email for us. Sippy, great idea. We, I want our listeners to do some, oh, what do they call it? Fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I want some fan, fitcast fan fiction. Kselfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Um, keep it clean. Yep, absolutely. Remember the age difference here. Yeah, that's true. Let's, let's keep it at least post-92. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about post-2000? Keep it legal. Keep it legal. Also, we want you know what I want to hear. I want someone to send in an email saying how they sort of met and they happened to listen to the same podcast, meaning our podcast, and that was a I guess I there. that was a spark in their relationship or something that they could bond over. So that like on their dates they'd be like, "Oh, did you hear the new Fitcast came out?" and they would talk about that. So shoot us an email if that happened to you as well. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get any. Probably doesn't. Avi and I will talk about your fit cast. Oh, so go. that's good. Okay. Does that count? Like, I mean, that's not how we met at all because we met way before. Yeah, you guys have been married for, what, 13 years? 21. Oh, 21 years. 21 years. Oh, 13 years is how long you've been, I suppose. Yeah. Years. 21 years. Wow. So, yeah. Your, we'll marriage, your marriage can drink. <clears throat> yes, they can. It's true. It's actually... I saw, like, in a bar at, in Ann Arbor, they're, like, you know, they had 1995 up, 
on the thing, like, you have to have been born before you're 95 or before, and I went, oh, my God, I got married then. Yeah. Like, I should, people who, like, were born the year I got married can drink. That's yeah. <laughs> well, how about that? All right. Well, thanks for the email. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, folks. Um, okay, let me see. What do I have coming up? Yeah, I don't do you have any events? anything coming up next weekend in Canada. That's definitely <laughs> the summit. Nothing exciting going on. There is no November Project Summit. There are no trail races. You're lying There's to our listeners. The whole world will be descending upon the summit in Toronto, right? The whole world. In fact, this is going to make national news. Actually, I wonder if it, it will it be might. on the news. It might. it might be. Well, national news are in Canada, so they have a different nation. They have a different nation. Maybe Justin Trudeau will come. Maybe Justin Trudeau will come. We should tag him. I, I follow him on Facebook. I yeah. am trying to get him. My grandmother lived in Winnipeg when she was growing up. Um, so I'm going to try. I'm trying to. I want to meet him and tell him I have to be a Canadian citizen. <laughs> Planning for something that may happen in the near future. <laughs> not, I don't want to get in trouble with that. You know, I don't want to. Certain people in politics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not the reason why. No, that's not why. It's not why. So you got Summit coming up. Yeah, we've got yeah. Summit coming up. I can't um, wait to hear about it. Get some get some good sound bites from when you're out there for the next I will day. get some good sound bites for folks that want to be on the FitCast. I will get a sound bite of me either during or immediately after my half marathon trail race. Who's your team? So who's your team? So I my team is with Emily Rollins. Okay, two fast and as fuck our team, hashtag FAF, fast as fuck, and yep. we should. Awesome. And we're just hoping to keep like nine minute miles. <laughs> so now, are you on trails? That's pretty that, with that altitude. Are you doing? Are you doing one 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 or two two? How are you doing the? How so are you breaking up just, the marathon? We just had this big discussion. This was like major team building. Okay. Team building, not not. What is that? Oh, team team building exercise, not not. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Hold on. um, so we talked about this, and we are going to switch off. So because, one, 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 one. All right. That's probably good. Yeah. So like Emily, me, Emily, me, or me, Emily, me, Emily. Because um, it's, yeah. It's I think your legs will appreciate that that hour rest. I you know. I think we will too. Because yeah, it will be about an hour. Yeah. So we're excited. Awesome. Gianni, Gianni is doing his first trail race and his longest race ever. Okay. So he's just trying to run the whole thing, which I don't know. I'm planning on walking a little bit of it. So... We'll see how it goes for him, but he's really excited. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I hear there are a lot of party houses out there, too. Oh, I'm sure there will be. I'm very, I'll be very envious next weekend thinking about it. We had to choose between the party house and the quiet house, which I call the loser house. Yeah. And I picked the loser house. <laughs> oh, well, you do have to run a half marathon, so. I do. I do. That's and fair. Cool. My party days are over. But yeah, we're really excited for that. I'm excited. I've never gone to Summit. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. my first one too. So yeah, we're super excited and we will miss you, Fonz. Yep. I'm a you veteran of Summit. I did the Wisconsin one. So You did uh, do the yeah. Wisconsin one. And we both missed Utah, but uh, it, it is amazing. You're going you're gonna to be crying tears of joy a lot that weekend, I promise. I hope those tears of joy are when I'm like on top of the mountain. I'm like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to go down. Um, anything coming up for you, Funs? Uh, no racing, although I do have one kind of race. I'm going out to a wedding in Colorado. That is a race. Um, well, the wedding. <laughs> <Turn around. laughs> 
Uh, and I'm told, so there's a race out there, which is a 0.8 mile race. Point uh, eight 0.8 mile race. So I don't know whatever, I don't know how it got created, but I've never done it. But I hear that the goal, and I will not be able to make this goal, my super fit brothers, the the guy who went to Boston and my nephews who are like super young, like they try to do this. And the goal is to finish in a half hour, and they have not been able to finish in a I've half hour. I've heard about this one. This is the one up the hill, right? It damn well better be if it takes Fire a half hour. Long. Yeah, you run straight uphill. Yeah, I've heard about that. So it happens to be the weekend of the wedding that I'm going out there for. So I think that's going to be on the agenda. There may be vomiting. There may be giving up. There may be passing out. But I'm fucking going to try it. Do it. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Yeah. So uh, um, I want you to document that experience. Too. I will. Yeah. So you know. Well, so it's, it's in August. So it'll be, it'll be a couple fit casts from now. That's okay. But there's no races here in Texas because it's fucking hot. Oh my God, I can't even imagine. No swimming races down there? It's too hot to swim. Uh, there's a deep eddy mile, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Um, it. The deep eddy is a 100-foot pool. That's <laughs> 100 feet long. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, such a weird distance. But yeah, that's a weird distance. Yeah, it's a mile swim, but I don't know how it works, and I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, uh, I'm pretty happy with the 2K that I did in the river, and uh, I don't... I'm not. I'm not super interested in a pool swim. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I got coming up. That and just killing time till our next vidcast. Yeah. Well, stay cool over there. I will. I'll be spending. Wear a some... shirt if you don't want to. Don't let anybody make you do something you're not comfortable with. Well, the city of Austin legislature have decided that neither I nor anybody in the city ever has to wear a shirt. So. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so that's it. Uh, hey, partner, are you going to crush it in Toronto? Fuck yeah, I'm going to crush it. Fuck yeah.